Hey friend, welcome back to Pursuing Goals God's Way. I'm excited to dive into this conversation because it is a conversation that I had with the amazing Kate House in her Goals with Soul Summit earlier this year. Kate is the host of the Live by Design podcast and creator of a women-focused personal growth group called the LBD Collective. Her purpose in life is to help others release personal growth overwhelm, get unstuck, and finally take the action to launch themselves into the direction of their dreams. She wants you to live by design, not by default. I love that saying. We've had a couple of great conversations on each other's podcasts as well as in the summit. So I wanted to bring it to you so you could take this simple three-step framework and put it into action for yourself so you no longer just have to dream, but you can actually pursue and accomplish a goal that's on your heart. I hope you enjoy this episode with me and Kate as she interviews me on the three pillars framework that I teach to eliminate the hustle mindset and still get things done. If you listen to this episode and need some help creating a plan to take action on your goals, then I have a new free resource for you. It's called the My Game Plan Workbook, and it will walk you through creating a deep-rooted why that will make you take action on your goals. Drafting a roadmap for stepping stone goals and habits to bring that goal from start to finish in a stress-less, no-hustle kind of way. And it'll help you to reflect on the progress you've made each week and to reset so that you're not just working hard and going around in circles. You actually have strategy behind that plan. You can find this resource at redhotmindset.com forward slash game dash plan. And I will link it in the show notes as well. Oh, and P.S. If you enjoy this conversation, Kate's hosting another summit this fall. So I will get you all the details. I promise. Just keep your eyes open for that. My talk is going to be about the three R's that build balance between having a big goal and avoiding the hustle mentality. So you are not going to want to miss it. All right, let's dive in with this goodie from the Goals with Soul Summit. Hey friend, welcome to Pursuing Goals God's Way. Have you thought about finally starting that business now that your kids are older? Do you ever stay awake wondering how to mesh your passions into purposeful work? Do you have big, ambitious goals but feel overwhelmed or even unqualified to pursue them? Hey, I'm Gabe. Not too long ago, I longed for the confidence to start an online business. I just wanted to make a difference outside my home bubble using my gifts. But I kept telling myself that I wasn't good enough, I didn't know enough, and I didn't have enough time. Until I realized something huge. My kids need me to be their example and they need to see me win. And yours do too. In this podcast, you will learn how to clarify your goals, plan with purpose, and ditch your distractions. If you're ready to make an impact and an income, all for the glory of God, then you're in the right place. As an avid runner, I believe life is one massive marathon. It's up to you to run your own race and to finish it well. So lace up those running shoes, pop in your earbuds, and let's do this thing. We have so many overlaps. We have so much fun talking about boy momming, homeschooling, like I love to run as well. Um, so many great things. One day I would love to write a book. So hopefully I will follow in your footsteps on that one as well, friend. But we had a really fun conversation when you were on the Live by Design podcast before about what we do when we have a goal that we had for ourselves. And then a season of life happens where we have to just kind of put that goal on the proverbial shelf for a little while. We don't have the time or the energy or whatever it might be to seek it. Um, and we have this beautiful conversation all about like, when is the time to like take that dream down and dust it off a little bit, polish it up, maybe change it up a little bit. 
Um, I had so much fun talking about that. And then today we're really going to dive into more of like the, the action steps. So I know that you have these three pillars for setting and crushing your goals, which I, I am so here for. And I really love how the first step that you share is to see it. And I can't wait to unpack that with you because I have a feeling that there are a lot of women tuning in right now who, you know, we're goal getters, we're high achievers. We love to set these big, exciting, kind of audacious goals for ourselves. We can make the super long to-do list of all the things we like think we need to do to actually achieve the goal. But then life is busy, right? We're committed partners. We have children, we have careers or education, whatever that looks like life gets full. And then that to-do list it doesn't happen, right? And then then that that goal gets put on the shelf. And then we, we go through that process of like, okay, now when do we take it down again, which is what we talked about last time. So today I'm excited to really talk about like, how do we, how do we start crushing those goals? How do we do it? So can you start us off with your framework? And I'm so curious to hear what the why is behind this first step of see it. Yeah, absolutely. And one thing I want to note as we get into this is that um, one of the the issues that I had was I felt like I had to just be a mom, um, mm-hmm. which sounds really interesting, but it's like, but I felt I had to put goals on the shelf. And I just mm-hmm. want to eliminate that myth in that, that your kids are watching you and they want to see you win because you're teaching them how to win. And so by going after goal, no matter how big or small it is, you are teaching your kids by example. And so that was my, that's my encouragement for you. So don't think that it's too late or that you can't do it, or you don't have enough time. Um, those are just excuses. It's, it's okay to do it and it's okay to do it on your time. You do not have to hustle to do it. Cause that's the other thing that I've always heard is um, you have to sacrifice everything for the time of your goal and hustle, hustle, hustle. But that is just not the case. And that is not what we can do as moms. And mm-hmm. so those are a couple of myths I just want to eliminate altogether. But yes. the, that first pillar of see it, um, it, it, you'll find that my method, this pillar, these three pillars are very simple because I'm a simple person. I'm always asking, how can I do blank simply? Mm-hmm. And that's because I don't want to complicate things. I don't have time for complications and neither do any of you. So see it. The, the most important step, I would say this is the most important step. Now, if you don't actually do things, then you're not going to see your goal to fruition either. Mm-hmm. But in order to be able to start on that journey, you have to be able to see what it is you're doing. You have to have a vision for where you're going. Uh, because if you're not clear about your goals that you have, then there's no way to actually go after them. You will just be wishing for your goals rather than actually working toward them. And so um, this first thing is actually creating a mission statement mm-hmm. or a vision for your specific goal. And so a few questions to ask yourself, and you might want to take out a piece of paper really quick and just write some of these things down, because we're going to talk about how to brainstorm that goal mission statement. Mm-hmm. Um, here's the first question is, why is my main, why, what is my main goal right now? So you need to know what is it? What am I trying to accomplish? And I think about it, like my first main goal, when I took my dreams off the shelf, it was not a dream that I had when I put it on the shelf, but it was to run my first marathon and hit the finish line. Right. And so who knew I, I hated 
did running when I was in high school. So, um, <laughs> but that was a goal. I felt like I can do this. I could maybe train and, you know, down times of me being a mom and hit it. Right. So mm -hmm. that, but your goal might be to read a book a month. Your goal mm -hmm. might be to start a business, like a bigger goal. Right. But it doesn't have to be big. Just think if you're not ready to dream really huge, then dream where you're at right? Pick something that you, you know, that it's going to be a little challenging for you, but you could do it in the next six, I would say three months, but in the next six months, right? So think short-term here. Um, so write that down. And then the other thing that you need to think about is when do I absolutely need to accomplish this? So I want you to think about a deadline. And the reason why we put a timeline on it is because if there is no timeline, then there's no urgency. Without urgency, it's a lot harder to get out the door. So think about it. Like what, when, when would be a meaningful time for you to finish this goal? So maybe you have a goal to read a book a month for the next year. Well, that's a 12 month goal, right? So you're going to finish that goal at the end of the year. Uh, maybe for me, when it was coming to a marathon, I picked a marathon training plan that was about 20 weeks long. So my goal was to finish the marathon in 20 weeks. So I don't know what that equates to for months, but, um, you know, we like four or five months, right? So um, when do you need to accomplish it? So have that in mind. And then also the other big thing is why. So mm -hmm. why is this goal important to me, right? You need to know the deep rooted reason or motivation behind setting a goal. So for me, my why to run a marathon was to see if I could do something hard. Because mm -hmm. it's been a, it had been a long time since I've actually tried to do something that scared me, mm. you know, that would take yeah. effort. And so that was my why it was to see, could I do this and break through these barriers or these fears so I could go after another goal? Um, but maybe your why for um, reading one book a month, say it's a fiction book, right, is because you want to prioritize time for yourself. And know that you have that downtime and some white space to do something that you enjoy. Or maybe mm -hmm. you're writing personal development books, and that's because you want to grow in a certain area. So think about what this could do for you. Like what, what would be something that would change in your life if this goal happened? Um, mm -hmm. So those are the three questions. And then how would you put that together into a mission statement? Um, you would put it together in your own words. So think about the things that you said, and you would say, essentially, my goal is to insert your goal by insert your timeline, because, and that's your mission statement. It's super simple. But the, the thing about it is once you write that down, and here's it, here it is again, my goal is to blank. So let's say my goal is to finish a marathon by uh, September 15th, because that's marathon date, because I want to do something hard and actually finish. Yeah. Um, and then I want you to write it down. If you are a doodler, you can make it look pretty. Mm -hmm. And I want you to post it somewhere where you can always see it. Um, because seeing it, seeing your vision and seeing it every day is important. Not because that's going to make it happen. It's not. You have to work. But if you see it, it goes front of mind and you think about it. And you start kind of meditating on it and, um, and it, you'll start gaining confidence and believing that you could actually do it. Mm. So yeah, that's, that's step one. I love that so much. And such a good reminder, because sometimes I think there's this idea, especially when we learn about, I love vision boards, right? We have this idea, if we make the vision board and we put it up, 
like it will happen, but like it requires action. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I love this reminder of like, you guys can't see it, but Gabe can see it over my shoulder. I have my giant vision board. I accidentally bought like a two by three foot sized frame for it. So it's huge, but it keeps it front of mind for me. And then that keeping it front of mind continues to spur me into action. And then that, I love this idea coupled with the mission statement makes it so personal. I, we hear in this, this personal growth world all the time, like what's your why? Um, but this mission statement feels so much, it feels deeper than that. It's, it's so motivating and inspiring, especially on those days I would imagine when you'd go to execute and maybe you don't feel like doing it, you can draw on that mission statement. So if the first step is see it, what is the second step of your pillars? So the second one is plan it. All right. So once you see it, you kind of have a vision for what you want. But in order to make that work, you actually have to know how to do it. You have to come up with a plan. And really, um, the thing about the plan is that it doesn't have to be big. Again, we're going to keep breaking it down. It's just that you need that roadmap in order to know where to go next and then where to go next to get to the finish. And so like, let's let's talk about the marathon. I love talking running just because it's so easy to relate to goal setting and to accomplishing something hard. But if I were to run a marathon, I can't say, I can't just see it and go, this sounds great. I have this vision for it. And tomorrow go out and run a marathon. I mean, mm-hmm. you could, you could, <laughs> but I'm telling you, it's going to be bad. And it, <laughs> and um, you might actually fail, right? But if I were to say, okay, I'm going to run a marathon. I have a 20 week plan. This is what I need to do. And I kind of break it down to, okay, this first month is base building. So Mm -hmm. I'm just going to start working my endurance. I'm going to start building up the miles. I don't care about my speed. I just need to start putting on the miles. Right. Um, And then the next month, okay, the next month I'm going to start adding in some speed training so I can start maybe having a goal toward time. Um, and, and then you add in some hill workouts. You know, you kind of build on each part to get to that end. And that also includes fueling, right? Right? How am I going to do my nutrition? Am I going to sleep? Sleep is important mm-hmm. when you're running so hard, right? And so that's putting that game plan together. So, um, and I always say, you know, how do you eat an elephant? Everyone knows you eat it one bite at a time. And that's the same thing with our goals. We can't have this outlandish goal. Like I think when we dream really big, it's great to have that big dream. But if Mm -hmm. we don't have smaller goals along the way, we will quit on ourselves at some point. Mm -hmm. And so um, we are going to focus on one step at a time. And so to do this, we will talk about um, your stepping stone goals. So I like to call Mm -hmm. them stepping stones. So what is the first thing that we need to do uh, in order to get into motion? And it's almost like a goal toward the goal. And so, and then like that goal shouldn't take you too long to hit, right? Mm -hmm. So you're thinking, okay, my goal is to, run a marathon in four or five months. Well, my first goal needs to be the first week mm-hmm. and not like five months down the road. Right. So, um, and, and the thing is with that each time you're setting these stepping stone goals. So first think of all the different steps that it's going to take to get you there and then ask these questions. So the first question is, um, what is the first goal, right? Mm-hmm. So kind of similar to that mission statement, but what is that first goal? When do I need to accomplish it by? Again, we need a timeline, right? We need to know what is what is a good time for this. Mm-hmm. And also when I talk about timeline, let's say you're in motion and you don't hit it, that's okay. We need mm-hmm. flexibility. We just reset, 
right? Mm -hmm. So we can talk about that later. But, and then also why will this stepping stone goal bring me closer to my bigger goal? Mm -hmm. So if I were to set this goal of maybe for my nutrition, I'm going to make sure I eat this much, many grams of protein a day, right? How is that going to help bring me to my goal, right? It's going to help me fuel properly and feel good at the finish line, maybe. Um, so think about that. And then also, why does this goal matter in my roadmap? What, what am I trying to accomplish with it? So we want to know what is, what's the purpose behind it, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so I, like to, I just like to ask these questions and I, I like to journal them too. So feel free to go write because I feel like that's motivating too. It helps us like get our thoughts out on paper and really be able to create that roadmap. Um, and like Zig Ziglar says is a goal properly set is halfway reached. So when mm -hmm. we create a really good plan, we're halfway there, right? So that's really, really cool. So now we see it, we have that vision and it's posted in front of us, posted on your bathroom mirror, posted. I used to post it on um, the garage door to go out. I love I'd that. See it, you know, <laughs> when I drive kids around, they, I, I feel like I'm just an Uber driver. So I'm out <laughs> in and out all day long. So I see it every time I go out the door, right? Um, but then we have the plan. We have these yeah. little mini stepping stone goals and each time you hit it, reward yourself, you know, mm -hmm. make it a big deal. Because then you see, okay, I am like an eighth to my goal. Wow, mm -hmm. that's really cool. And now I'm a quarter to my goal. And now I'm halfway that, you know, you that's how you see it. You can see it happening the, and it builds your confidence. Again, it builds that confidence. So, and, and so that's the plan. You really need to be able to plan out what you're doing. Oh, I love that. Because how often do we, we get that pocket of time and we're like, I would like to use this time intentionally. Mm -hmm. But if we don't have the plan in place already, it, you get stuck in that like analysis mode or like you open up like a social media app and you start scrolling and before you know it, you blink and your 30 minutes are over and you didn't actually move yourself closer to your goal. So I love this idea of like, if the plan is set, it like the Zig Ziglar quote, it's like, you're already halfway there. <laughs> like now you just have to do it. And so I feel like there's a lot of um, confidence that could come from that. There is a lot of empowerment that would come from that. And I would imagine it makes it easier to take those courageous actions to do the thing because you have the framework already. You're like, I know what I need to do now. I'm just going to show up and do it, which I, I know is step number three. So you tell us about step three or their third pillar. Yes. So third pillar is do it right. So you have created the vision, you have created your plan. Now nothing happens if you're not in motion. So you got to get in motion and you actually have to do it. And like you said, is the intentionality matters. I think intentionality is just as important as productivity. Mm -hmm. You can be, I guess, productive and not get anywhere. Like you can really finish a lot of things, but are they the important things? Like you mm -hmm. have to be intentional with where you're putting your time. And so otherwise we just are on a hamster wheel, just going, going, going and not going anywhere. Um, and so in order to do it, um, we have to execute the plan. And in order to execute the plan, now we have these stepping stone goals. How do we get to those goals? It's by creating good habits. It's kind of, it's, it can be in your daily, if you do a routine, it can be in your daily routine. But also, and this comes to us talking about um, flexibility before, is that you have to be able to adjust mm -hmm. and know, okay, this isn't working. My, my plan isn't working. So now I need to readjust it. So sometimes you have to go back to the planning stage, right? And figure out how do I tweak this so that I can move forward. Um, but being discerning in that is important. 
But um, what I always recommend too is let's think about the one to three action steps that you need to take daily to hit your stepping stone goal. Mm -hmm. So not your big goal, your stepping stone goal, right? Um, what are those few things? So maybe for me, um, running a marathon, my stepping stone goal is building those miles. So my mm -hmm. one to three habits might be, I'm going to make sure I drink 60 ounces of water a day to stay hydrated. I am also going to make sure that I run five out of seven of the days of the week. Mm -hmm. um, or maybe I pick a mileage or whatnot. But um, those are a couple simple habits that I can create for myself in order to hit that first goal. Um, every time you hit a, once you hit that stepping stone goal and you move to the next, you might have to reevaluate what are my habits? Do I need to change them? Do I need to up them? Um, mm -hmm. because it's the same thing. It's, it takes practice, right? We don't just, uh, read a whole book in a day. Um, we start, you know, you start with five minutes a day and then maybe you, you get good at it and you can figure out how to do 10 minutes a day. And then, you know, it just kind of is that process. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that what matters the most is not checklist mentality. I don't want you thinking, okay, I've drank six out, 60 ounces of water, check. Um, mm -hmm. I ran my miles, check. It's a growth mentality. It's about mm -hmm. being intentional. I, this is serving a purpose. Why would, we wouldn't do it otherwise. Like we're busy moms. We don't have time to just check off the boxes. They need to have a purpose behind it. Um, and so I talk about the five, my five things is kind of what I call it. And um, it's what are five habits that I need to continue to do or that I need to increase or I need to add in order to hit my goal. And I mm -hmm. said one to three. So think about um, a few different things. Now I'm gonna talk about this and challenge that there are habits in different categories. And so one habit that I would love for you to do is think about a personal growth habit. What is one thing that I could do to uh, personally grow that would lead me toward my goal? Um, so for me as a marathon runner, maybe I'm just thought, you know, I'm going to actually listen to a podcast, uh, you know, once a week or so, or once a day that will help me understand running better. That's a personal growth thing, right? Um, number two would be continued education. So how can what can I learn about the goal I have? So let's say you want to start a business. Um, well, yeah, if you don't really know where to begin, you aren't you didn't go to business school, then um, you need to educate yourself. So think about one habit that you could have um, that could help you in that. So maybe it's just doing one type of learning a five minutes a day, you know, mm -hmm. don't, it doesn't have to be big. And then some other ones are just action steps. So what's one action I could do, um, daily, um, like for running, for example, I say, um, my training usually is four or five days a week. So that mm -hmm. gives me a leeway of not having a few days, right. That habit only happens a few. So it might not happen every day, but these are just mm -hmm. habits that will help you get there. So, um, really our habits will be different based on our goals. So, yeah. yeah, so that's the five habits um, when it comes to actually doing things. So questions that I would ask, so write these down or come back to this later, but when will I do these daily habits? Is it something that I need to actually fit into my schedule? Can I do it in the morning? Can I do it in the evening? Is there, you know, a time frame in there? Will they all be finished right away in the morning? Will they be finished by the end of the day? Or do some take longer than others? Do I actually have to fit them in my schedule? How will I ensure that I get them done every day? 
And are there any stipulations I need to put on myself to ensure my success? So that question means like, maybe I need to have a stipulation of not going on social media for three hours a day. Did you know that the average time spent on social media? Okay, now this is, I'll say the 35 to 40 year olds, because I'm kind of in that group is like four hours and 56 minutes. I looked it up the other day. I think that's what it is. I'm like, what? And this, I said social media. It didn't just say phone. I was yeah. like, gosh, just think of all the time. Let's think of all the goals you could create if you just mm-hmm. take, say goodbye to social, but you know, just what can you do? Or maybe if you watch too much TV or, mm-hmm. um, you know, what are some things that maybe you could give up for a time in order mm-hmm. to see your goal through? So the other um, aspects. So a few things to think about is don't look at results right away because the Mm -hmm. results aren't going to be there. And if you look at them, you're going to get disappointed. Um, So don't look at them right away. Also find an accountability partner. Look at for somebody who's willing to like be there for you, support you, and you can cheer them on for their goals too. Um, Don't compare yourself to anyone else because your goal is so different and your season is so different. Your capacity is different. Um, Your family is different. Everything is different. Like just don't don't go for that comparison scroll. And then also just be flexible, knowing that your plan could change. Um, and we can't, really can't see the future. We can really just plan day to day and be present where we are. I think it's important to plan out and see the vision, but I also think it's really important to be present. Yeah, that makes sense. Absolutely. We spent a lot of time the first day of the summit talking about how can we pursue goals and still find joy and enjoyment in our day-to-day lives as we're pursuing those goals, right? Because so often we have this idea for some reason that we like, we can't enjoy it until we have accomplished it, right? But like, when you're thinking about working towards the goal of a marathon, I mean, are you going to be unhappy for 20 weeks? (laughs) Like, that's a really long time to like, not also enjoy the process. So I, I love that emphasis of keeping it simple, layering it into your day with habits. My husband and I take turns writing quotes on our bathroom mirror. We're, we're cool like that. <laughs> we have like a dry like erase it. marker. <laughs> and we have a quote from Atomic Habits by James Clear up there right now. And it, it goes, you do not rise to the level of your goals. You fall to the level of your systems. And his in his book, systems are your habits. And so when you start talking about habits, I'm like, I am so here for this um, because I'm I'm a huge advocate of like, how can we make progress every single day? And the thing I appreciate so much about this framework that you share is it's not overwhelming. It's not daunting. And these love this idea of stepping stone goals, because if we think about, you know, running 26.2 miles, that might feel super daunting right now, but if I can just focus on for the next four weeks, building my base mileage, okay, I could do that. I could show up five to seven, you know, five days a week for four weeks and, and get that mileage in. Right. And, and I love this idea of then breaking that down into these smaller daily habits and then giving yourself permission to allow those to shift and be reevaluated as you move on to the next goals. And it almost seems like these stepping stone goals really build on each other, that there's this um, momentum, there's a confidence, there's probably some self-discovery going on, like what works well, or maybe what doesn't work well for ourselves. And that chance to show ourselves grace, to reevaluate, and then to keep going. This emphasis on doing it is so big for me. Um, And I'm just so grateful for the way that you show up and you share, Gabe. So as we wind down this conversation, for anybody who's listening and they're like, yes, I want to use these three pillars. I want to see it. I want to plan it. And I want to do it. But maybe they just feel a little 
trepidatious. Maybe they're having a little bit of self-doubt or they're just not really sure what they actually want even. What is just one last piece of advice you would give that person to encourage them to begin this process? One thing that I would say is to, if you're willing to, take time in the morning or before bed and take out a journal and just start writing down some, just brainstorm, right? Mm -hmm. So, and what I mean by brainstorming is think about some things you really are passionate about, write them down, Mm -hmm. write down some gifts that you have, like things you know you're good at. Um, skills that you have, just start writing some of those things down because it might help jog your memory of just, oh yeah, this is something that I really like to do. The other thing that I would say to write down, and this is going to be a challenge for a lot of us as, I mean, it was a challenge for me when I got started dreaming again, is to create a hundred dreams list. And that means a hundred things that you would love to do in your lifetime. Now that could be something as simple as uh, take a hike in on this specific trail, right? Um, It could be uh, running a marathon. It could be running a 5K. It could be uh, saving $100 in the bank. It could be giving away $50. It could, and they they could build on each other. So maybe you save $500 and then you save a thousand and then you save 2000. Well, that's three dreams right there, right? Um, So don't, you don't have to think too much about it. Just write down what comes to your mind. Uh, Maybe you want to visit the Eiffel Tower, or, uh, you know, it could be things that you want, things that you want to do, um, family memories, uh, maybe you want to start a business, write a book, Kate, like you said, um, that's on your dreams list is to write a book. All of these things are not going to probably happen in your lifetime, but it helps jog your memory. And then you can go, okay, I'm going to circle the, the 10 top things that I know I want to do. And then look at it and go, what can I get done in three months? Like what could be a goal I could accomplish in three months? And that's going to give you a place to start dreaming. Mm, I love that so much, Gabe. Well, you are just such inspiration. You have such a beautiful way of sharing and showing up in this world and and guiding others to really what I do on my show is my only goal is to help as many women as possible live by design and not by default. And I feel like you do that so beautifully in your own beautiful, incredible area of genius. So I'm just so grateful for your time and just... Thank you so much for joining me today. I had a great time and I hope you did too. Before we go though, make sure you follow the podcast on your favorite listening platform if you haven't already. If you resonate with this episode, please consider leaving a review on iTunes or share it with a friend as this helps grow the podcast. Also, if you're not a part of Simplicity and Motherhood, consider joining us. It's a free online community built to provide support and encouragement so you can create balance and live intentionally as you go after your biggest goals, God's way. Head on over to redhotmindset.com for more resources and to find the link to join the community. In all things I pray, you just run your race. I believe in you.